Hi, I'm Vivian. I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers, and then we create a themed burger based on the episode. This week we're talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Beef Squatch. <laughs> it was written by Nora Smith, directed by Wes Archer, and it aired May 20th, 2012. The store next door this week was Yes Wire Hangers, which is a reference to the movie Mommy Dearest, where Faye Dunaway screams, No Wire Hangers! At her daughter. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, it's the story of some actress who was, I guess, abused by her mother. And this particular mom didn't want her to use wire hangers with her clothing. So she freaks out, takes all of her clothes, rips it off the hangers, and then smacks her with the hangers several mm. times. It's not pleasant. Is this the movie that they parodied in Drag Race? Yes. Yes. They have parodied it. A lot of times in a lot of different movies and TV shows. All right. The Exterminator Band was How the Pest Was Won, which is cute. Yep. And we had several burgers of the day this week. We had... <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> You're you You've got to say it the wrong way for this to work. Poutine on the Ritz. So it comes with poutine fries, which is cool for Canada. And for my burger last week. Uh-huh. That's true. We have Mescaline Around Burger, which <laughs> I looked this up and it's just like mixed greens, basically. It's just leafy greens, but small leafy greens. And then we have the Don't Get Creme Fresh With Me Burger, but I have no mm, idea what the creme fraiche would be used for. Creme fraiche. I just like, what would you use it for on a burger? It just seems bleh. I don't know. Anyway. But to go back with the other burger... I think you pronounced it mescaline. I said mescaline. Okay, I just thought you pronounced it mescaline, like the drug. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I hope not. I don't, know. I don't think I did. And then we have a ton of burgers that Bob does on the Get On Up morning show. He has Onion Tended Consequences Burger, the Bruschetta About It Burger, which, like, forget about it, I guess, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Uh, he has the Mediterranean Misbehavin' Burger. That's a bit of a stretch for super, me. Super, super big stretch. And the I'm Gonna Get You Succotash Burger, which is cute. Like, I'm Gonna, I'm gonna Get, get you, you, Sucker. Yeah. And then Every Breath You Tikka Masala Burger. I like that one. Yeah. Although I hate that song because it's super stalkery. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of burgers this week. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're going to be able to beat our burgers. Like, are they going to be as good? Are we going to be able to come up with something better? Um, Mine are bad. Oh, okay. Well, then they may be funny. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see at the end of the episode. Stay tuned, guys. Or you could just fast forward. Oh, But that's, that's weird because we haven't even recorded that part yet. So, like, what will you hear? Da just nothing? Da 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 will it be silence? <laughs> Will it fill up as we record? Oh my god. This is not the podcast for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how recording works. No. We have a couple new voice actors this week. We have Thomas Lennon as one of the morning show host, Chuck. He's been in a lot of things. He was Principal Novak in the Santa Clarita Diet. I don't know if you remember him. Mm -hmm. 
He was Ned Gold in 17 again, opposite Matthew Perry and Zac Efron. And he was also in the Odd Couple remake with Matthew Perry. I've seen his face a lot. Like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, it's that guy, right? So if you guys IMDb Thomas Lennon, I'm sure you'll have the same reaction as me. And then we had Samantha B voicing Pam, the other morning show host. She's best known for a comedy news show called Full Frontal with Samantha B. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to get us started, Jason? Linda insists Bob auditioned to be a guest chef on the local morning show. Get on up. Gene is sporting a new Sasquatch mask, hoping it'll get him more attention. Yeah, as if he needs more attention. I know, right? Middle child. <laughs> Linda records Bob creating a new burger, and Gene jumps in with his mask. Gene refuses to take off the mask, stating, This is me now! Bob is invited to be the guest on Get On Up. It really must be difficult to be a five-person family with one bathroom. Yeah. Well, technically they have three. Do they have two in the restaurant? No. Oh, yes, yes. That's true. That's true. But they would have to go all the way downstairs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. But Jean peeing in the sink. Gross. A little bit. Yeah. Well, when she's like, move the dishes and he doesn't do anything, <laughs> that means he just peed on your dishes. That's gross. Yeah. You better... Uh... That's two episodes in a row where there's been pee in the sink. The last episode... Jean and Louise pee in the rubber boots while they're hiding in the closet, and Tina cleans them out in the sink. And in this episode, Jean pees in the sink. I really hope Linda does, like, a good, deep clean of that kitchen every week. You know, bleaches the sink. Yeah. Gross. I do like that Jean and Louise tease Bob when he suddenly jumps to Celebrity Chef. They're like, ooh, (laughs) who said that? Yeah, exactly. That's great. It, it's cute. Kind of keeps him, you know, from getting a little too flighty. Yeah. A little too carried away. So, Jason, can you tell me how you say caramel? Do you say caramel or caramel? You want me to say the word caramel? Good. You oh, say I just right. said the word caramel. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because Bob says, oh, we're not going to add actual caramel to these onions and i was like what caramel i know dust a lot of mine uh <laughs> dust <laughs> mine ears deceive me <laughs> i know a lot of people say it that way but it throws me off every time i hear it because i'm just so not used to that Ca- caramel 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 yeah they just like forget the other a <laughs> there's no other a caramel oh, caramel right <laughs> right that other a <laughs> yeah I do like Bob's little attempts at humor in the, the video recording. It's kind of sweet. He's just... He's really awkward. He thinks he's funny. Yeah. He always has. Yes. That's why he has the burgers That's of the day. That's why he has the burgers of the day. And I think his family just mostly just puts up with him and humors him. Yeah. I think it's sweet. I don't know. Maybe I'm like Linda. I think it's I think it's Linda's adorable. like, oh, Bob, you're so cute. You try. Oh, <laughs> that's so harsh. <laughs> And as you said in our our recap, we have the this is me now moment with Gene. And we get a few different genes. We have him obviously in the Sasquatch mask, but then we get him in like a weird First Nations kind of themed cowboy outfit. I don't really know what it is mm-hmm. because he's got that the the cowboy hat, but then he has a feather sticking out of it and he's got the 
like jacket with all this fringe and it looks like he has maybe a necklace with like turquoise on it mm. i don't know it's kind of an odd outfit and then we have bowie mm-hmm. and then we have a buddhist monk he's going through phases he, i like to think really that these has. are all in the past like three days oh god no <laughs> <laughs> like last like on monday he was the uh first nations cowboy and then he was bowie and then he was a monk and now today on what thursday he is sasquatch beef squatch yeah oh god well i hope not i'm hoping that they were like phases that he went through for like at least a couple of weeks okay each Mm -hmm. that's true because he does make beef squatch last a long time yeah he does some would say too long i like that bob gets excited as soon as he finds out that he's gonna be on get on up it's nice you know he's jumping around and Louise is making fun of him, saying, oh, should he, should he be sweating this much, right? But it's nice to see Bob excited. He doesn't really get that kind of stuff a lot. No, and, he doesn't get excited. He doesn't get yeah. a win. And then at this particular moment, he doesn't know that they really decided to have him on the show because of They think they've Gene. recognized his skills and his yeah. burger-making prowess. Which is... It's really sweet. He gets that little spark of joy there. And Linda joins in and she's excited because her idea worked. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. She came up with a good idea for him to audition. The Belchers arrive on set and Chuck announces that Gene will be joining Bob during the cooking segment. Gene steals the show with his beef squash routine and Bob is frustrated. They're asked to return the following week. It's nice to see the Belchers in kind of a different environment, right? Yeah, it's, it's unusual. It is. To spend so much of the episode in a different location mm-hmm. is bizarre. We're not used to it at this point. Mm-mm. No. But it also shows how strong the characters are. They don't need the restaurant and the... Well, they don't need that setting. Yeah. To still be very familiar, well-drawn characters. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Particularly Louise when she talks to Pam and... And Pam's trying to, you know... Talk down to her like she's just a small child. Yeah, and Louise goes up to her and she's got her nose up in the air and she sniffs her and goes, I smell fear on you! <laughs> Such a oh, great line. Love it. I Louise, this episode it. is great. And and Pam just looks at her and she's like, I don't like this one. This one's weird. <laughs> Darn right. Pam is very honest in this episode. I do like her too. Pam and Chuck together. Every time Chuck says anything or is talking you can see pam's like frustrated like she's exasperated by him right she just she's annoyed by him and we don't quite know yet why at this point Mm -hmm. but it's nice to see that they've already built that into their characters Mm -hmm. that's true that they already pretty much hate each other yeah so i know because we've had this conversation that you're not a huge fan of this episode and neither am i and i think it's because the inclusion of Gene in this cooking segment really feels super forced and not funny. Mm. Like, I don't find his routine to be funny in any way. I'm on Bob's side. Completely on Bob's side. Oh, exactly. So I'm not one of the audience members thinking, oh, this is hilarious to see Gene eating the burgers so quick. I'm just annoyed with him. So part of that is, part of me not liking this episode, I think, stems from that. Because every time that happens or Gene's in the segment with Bob, yeah, it's just, this isn't fun. This isn't enjoyable. No, and it's not funny. 
Yeah. You know? Like, if it were if it were something where I could see why it was so funny to the audience, but I could also understand why Bob was frustrated, then I think I would just like this episode more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not good. I think Bob should lay down some law. Like, lay down the rules to Gene. Tell him, be a father for him right now. Like, no, you can't be in the show with me. Or... But he is, like, he actually is the reason Bob is on the show. I it's, know, it's so hard. And he is delighting a lot of people. Like, as much as we think it's stupid and we don't think it's funny, other people in this town obviously do. So I think the fame goes to Gene's head. Oh, yeah. Completely. And he starts acting out, disrespecting his dad. It seems unlike Gene to me as well. Yeah? Like, Gene is very much respects his family. Yeah. And this seems out of character for me. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. But I guess it's because he's the center of the the show right now. Everyone's paying attention to him. Right. He's got the limelight. And and the whole idea of this episode is that the limelight changes you. Yeah. Right? Fame makes you a different person. Right. I still don't like it. No, I still don't like it either. <laughs> This time, Bob asks Gene to give him some time to explain the recipe before he does his routine. Bob attempts comedy, and Gene saves him from embarrassing himself further. Bob is jealous of Gene, and Tina is asked out by an awkward boy she met at the studio. So the boy is voiced by Dan, right? It's Dan Mintz? Yeah. I don't know, maybe. I think it is. Okay, I actually, I didn't look this up. I'm a terrible podcaster. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't look this up. I think that's what makes it so funny because oh, she's yeah. talking to herself and right, okay. just, the voice is just a little bit lower. So either they pitched it down a little bit or he put on a bit of a voice for it. But Oh, I hope that's what it is. I really do. <laughs> is. That's, Every that's time great. he says, oh, so like, did you smell Pam's hair? Or like, oh. And he just makes that noise. That is hilarious for oh. me. I love it. I absolutely love those moments. Really? I think I it's th- hilarious. I think it's so uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. Like, but it's, it's but so it's, funny. It's, it's so uncomfortable. I can't think it's funny. Mm. It just creeps me out because he's asking her, oh, have you been near Pam? And then he's like, oh. And you're like, okay, but are you, like, having an orgasm right now? Because if you're not, you should stop making that dying fish noise. So like, funny. just stop it. Ugh. it. The noises and the noise mixed with the face that he's no. making is just so, Ugh. so funny. So uncomfortable. And then taste her hair? Like, ugh. He's really into hair. Apparently, it's questionable. Anyway. Bob does have... An embarrassing moment oh, on set. Like, so he is bad. dying up there. And I would have laughed at his joke. Like, I actually do kind of chuckle. <laughs> oh, but no. instead, it's just met with completely dead silence. No. He was dying. Yeah. Okay. He's not funny. So, I don't <laughs> mind Gene coming to his rescue in this moment. Because it's kind of like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Right. But Gene's still doing the same routine. It's not any different. So... He gave his dad a chance and he blew it. Yeah. But do you think Bob is being immature? Like, his reaction afterwards when he's getting frustrated at other people for paying so much attention to Gene and no one wants his autograph. Like, do you think he's acting maturely? Yes and no. Okay. I think he has every right to be frustrated Mm -hmm. because he wants to be respected. 
Right. He thinks he is an artist, which he is. He's a burger artist. He's a beef artist. Right. Huh, beef farts. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Um, and he feels like he, nobody respects his craft. Mm-hmm. And Gene is crapping all over the work that he does. Yes. So, I mean, I get it. He's just responding to it the wrong way, I think. Yeah. He should be talking to Gene, but instead he's getting angry at everybody else. Yeah, maybe if Gene understood how much it meant to Bob and what he's trying to show the world on this really short morning show segment that's extremely important to Mm -hmm. society. Well, it's important to Bob. It is important to Bob, and that's what matters, and that's what he should explain to Gene. Yes, I think Gene would be a lot kinder to him if he just explained how he felt. Yep. The show probably would get canceled. Yeah. But at least they would respect each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you meant like Bob's Burgers would get canceled. Oh, no, no, the no. Show. The morning show. Get on up. I was like, or yeah, like, of course. If we had no conflict ever, the show would get, the show would get canceled because there's nothing there. There's the, no story. The but... show, uh, What's Cooking? Or Hey, Good Cooking? It's just the Get On Up morning segment. Yeah, isn't but it's it? the cooking show is Hey, Good Cooking. Because it's supposed to be like, hey, good looking. Oh, is that what they call it? I think so, Oh, okay, cute. I didn't notice that. You are a terrible podcaster. Oh, so bad. So bad. Okay, you go ahead. (laughs) The Belchers are invited to Chuck and Pam's pool party. Pam reveals to Linda that she and Chuck are divorced. (gasps) Bob confronts Gene, saying that the mask has turned him into a real jerk. They arrive on set, arguing and demanding separate dressing rooms. What? Bob and Jean both ask Louise to help sabotage the other. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. Did you like all my reactions? Was, they were good? Great. Yeah? Gasp. I did the first one, awe. and I was like, I gotta keep going. <laughs> I actually really love the pool party Me part. Me too. This is one of my favorite parts of the episode. Where Chuck pulls Bob over, and he's like, oh, you're in the inner circle now, and he tries to get Bob to swing. Oh, I love that part. It's so funny. Steve's wife? No? No? What is it? The face? The body? Both? Both. Oh, Oh. okay. All right. Well, Steve, be open to it, Bob. Be open to it. And I don't think that Bob was going to say, like, oh, I'm not into guys. Because I think Bob could go that way. I think he's curious. But I think it's just more like, no, 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 you really need to understand that Linda will kill me. (laughs) Like, we don't swing. (laughs) We're not that kind of people. Plus, I just don't think Bob is interested in swinging. Like, I don't think Bob is the type of person or the type of husband who would ask Linda to swing. Yeah. No. No, No, I don't think so. He's comfortable with her. I think that sounds like a lot of work that Bob wouldn't want to put into. Yeah, probably. He's lazy, right? Meanwhile, Um, Linda's taking care of Pam. Oh, God. Who's just telling her all about how fame ruins people. I do like Pam. She's just so done with everything. She is done. Completely. Yeah. I like that Gene and Bob both go to Louise for help. Because they know Oh yeah. That one person in their family that they could go to to sabotage the other is Louise. Yeah. They're course. both like girls of Slytherin. We gotta go with her. <laughs> um but I really like that Bob goes to her for some reason. I don't know. It's just he recognizes that his child is a little bit mischievous, right? But instead of tamping that down in her he encourages it, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, he doesn't care if no. he's... He just wants Gene to suffer. Yes. And get his... Take his medicine. 
like a beef squash that he is. And so the first moment that they have, Bob and Louise, was, let me call my guy. And Louise yeah. does the fake phone bit and Bob's like, oh, let me talk to him. That whole bit is great. I love it. Oh, yeah. Because Bob's just playing along and... He's like, wait, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> and Louise's like, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a habanero. No? Just... I've, I've had it in, like, A&W's habanero chicken burger. Right. But, I mean, it's not very habanero-y. Plus, I'm guessing that Bob put a lot on. Oh, yeah. He probably sliced up a whole pepper and mashed it in there. And oh. that's why Gene's eyes were watering. Mm-hmm. And he keeps eating, of course. Yes. And before we move on, the last thing I want to say is... Gene's little cutaway to him gluing his wiener to the remote control helicopter. <laughs> it's funny, but man, That's like, so that funny. has to be the most elaborate masturbation technique I've ever heard of in my life. It's not a masturbation technique. Well, it certainly seems like it is. He's getting a little happy about it. He's like, <laughs> I don't think doing that's, the what, thing it the- no, think no, that's but- what it was meant for oh, at all. Okay, see, I got, I got like a weird sexual joke out of it i did not at all when he's lifting it to go up higher like he's like like he's getting into it which is creepy i don't want to think about gene doing it no i think it's more of a kid playing with his wiener just because that's i guess i just don't as a boy that's what you're like oh what is this thing i can do stuff with it so he accidentally super glues it to his copter so he can Play with it without his hands. Oh my god. Okay. I don't think it's supposed All to be right. sexual. Tina breaks up with Nathan, realizing that he only wants to get close to Pam. Bob and Jean continue sabotaging each other for weeks, their pranks getting worse and worse. The tension at home becomes unmanageable, so Linda demands they quit the show. But Chuck and Pam refuse to let them quit. They're bringing in the ratings. You know it. They're bringing in the audience, they're bringing in the ratings, people love them, there's no way. Despite this whole routine getting extremely stale. Yeah, but at this point I figure like, and why they is that? Like, like They showed it? Linda and Louise getting bored over their montage. Right, okay. So they had three different moments of them being excited the first time and getting a little bored the second time, then like completely despondent in the last one. Right, so that makes sense because Chuck then asks them to amp it up. Like, to actually add physical violence. Right. I do like that Louise gets sick of it, too. Because I think it just makes sense. At this point, it's like, it's just not fun anymore for her. Yeah, because she's not really doing anything new. It's just... Mm -hmm. It's the same thing over and over again. get my dad and my brother to do... To pick on each other, and she's just bored. Yeah. So I know that you like Nathan's weird... (laughs) gaspy noises but what do you think of tina's story this episode do you like it forced yeah totally super tacked on like not a fan of it what it doesn't have any point it doesn't go anywhere no it really doesn't it's just something for her to do while she's at the studio because louise has her job as the sabotager or the saboteur linda's got her job as the one who brought all of this together and then Bob and Jean are doing their thing with the creaking show. So it's sort of like, what's Tina going to do this episode? Guess we'll give her a boy. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't I don't really know if they learned from that, whether 
in future episodes instead of like, hey, what are we going to do with Tina this episode? Let's just do nothing with them. Yeah. Or let's find a way to, like, integrate them into the main thing. Yeah, I think they get better at doing that, like, having Mm -hmm. their own storyline that actually merges in with the main storyline or has some relevance. Yeah. Instead of two stories running parallel to each other but not meeting. And then one of them being useless. Yeah, like, we didn't need this story with Tina at all because it doesn't amount to anything. It is woven in, like, it's another kid in the studio audience, and he's in love with Pam, like, so it's not as though it comes out of completely nowhere. It's not as though Tina's romancing a kid at school, and then that just doesn't go anywhere. It just really isn't necessary. Agreed. Bob and Jean are asked to step it up and fight on the show. The rest of the Belchers are thrown out of the studio. As they wrestle, Linda breaks through a window to stop the fighting by flashing her breasts on camera. Woo! Bob and Jean make up and flash their chests in solidarity with Linda. Everything is back to normal. Okay, I do kind of like the resolution to this episode. I think it's funny. It's funny. Yep. I love all the little cutaways that we get to Teddy, to Moore, Mr. Fishouter, Gretchen, and Hugo, Mm -hmm. who promptly presses the DVR DVR, DVR. as soon as uh, Linda shows her boobs on screen. Of course. But I like that Linda just takes charge in this moment. She's like, no, I'm done. I need to stop this. And not only that, like, she's not in the studio, so she actually has to throw a garbage can through the window, jump in... And then decide, okay, well, what can I do to get this taken off air? Uh, uh, okay, swearing's not working. All right, flash my chest. I like it. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she yells at Bob and Jean and says, your father and son, you're not, su- or you're supposed to love each other, not kill each other. This isn't the Bible, which was cute. <laughs> and I do like that there's no moment of jealousy from Bob either. Like, when she flashes her breasts on screen, he doesn't come over and try to get in front of her he doesn't try to get her to like put her hands down cover up your shame no he understands what his wife is doing and he appreciates it in that moment that she just wants him to stop fighting she wants this to be done and over with just like he does she feels i think she's very empowered at this point like she's using her own sexuality to put an end to this crap fest yeah and in a way like it's not hyper sexualized either like she's She's not going up, like, being really super sexual with the camera. She's just literally lifting her shirt. Yeah. And that's it. And it's good enough. And then I do like that they they lift their shirts up, too. And then we've even got Tina's little ex-boyfriend in the back lifting his shirt and saying, I love you, Pam. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. I think it's really stupid, but very cute. It is a cute ending. Mm -hmm. And back at the restaurant, Teddy's... Things that you thought were... Yeah, what you thought was pink is brown, and what you thought was symmetrical is not. Which is not painting a great picture of Linda's breasts. (laughs) It is kind of uncomfortable. It's a little little weird, but, like, he's staring at her, and Bob's like, Teddy, can you, like, really? It's, It's uncomfortable. I think it's pushing it a little far. I know that Teddy loves Bob and loves the Belcher family, I just don't want him... I don't want to think about Teddy sexualizing Linda, Mm. right? When Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be her friend. Right. And supposed to, like, 
love Bob and Linda so much, right? I just don't want to. So you think, think about that. him picturing her breasts makes him sexualizing her? It just it comes off as that way, like yeah. because he's saying like it's just you imagine something for so long and what you think was you know okay yeah that it does. I'm come sure across. that you can imagine what someone looks like naked without it being like a sexual thing, but mm-hmm. the. F- the tone of voice, the way it's phrased, it really does seem like he seems very. Teddy was thinking about it late at night, kind of thing, you know. <clears throat> and he seems disappointed in this whole thing. Yeah, which just no, you <laughs> don't get a, to be disappointed in her body. No. Um, I love how everyone in the audience was yelling "beef squatch," and Fish, Mr. Fish Odor is just saying "more scotch, more <laughs> yes, scotch." Yes, yes. He's having a drink at. Probably, what, like, 7 in the morning? It's like a morning show, isn't it? Yeah. Morning shows start at, like, 5. <laughs> Get on up in the a.m. Oh, goodness. With some scotch. You know what? I'm going to guess that Mr. Fischotto is going to bed at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. He's a night owl, for sure. And then we get the sound effects thing, the, the little fart the sound effects microphone yeah. from episode one. Yep. Which is cute. I like that. We're calling all the way back to... uh... Original Gene. Yeah. It's nice. I think it's good. And our end credits feature Linda dancing, giving us the little like... Boobity, boobity, boobity. Yeah, boobity dance. And Gene is giving us a booty dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He actually doesn't... We don't see his face the whole time. He's got the Sasquatch mask on and it's just his butt. Which, dude's got a good groove, you know? Shake your money, maker. (laughs) shake what your mama gave you you know it so now that we've had our discussion jason do you like this episode a little bit more i like moments of it okay there are aspects of it that i do like i like pam and chuck Mm -hmm. more so pool party yeah more so pam right but uh, i think they're interesting characters and we do get to see them in the future yes a couple times all right so let's get to our burgers then all right how many burgers do you have i have two Okay, I have three. Oh, what? Okay. All right, well, you start then. I'll start with my grossest burger. Oh, God, which okay. Which is the Chuck and Spam burger. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cute. I never thought to use, like, character names. Yep. Cute. And it's, it was going to be Ground Chuck. Right. But no, it's just Spam. Oh, it could Maybe be Maybe it could be both. It could be ground chuck, but then, like, a slice of Spam on it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll do hmm. that. Okay. Do you know Spam's, like, a big thing in Hawaii? Really? Yeah. Ugh. Why? I don't know. But apparently it is. I can't give you the history, just the fact that it is. Okay. All right, so the chuck and Spam burger. Yeah. All right, mine are not great. I'm just going to, like, preface that. They're not great this week, and they're also very, like, adult in the sense that kids wouldn't eat them. Most okay, likely. Okay. So I was doing a play on the morning show and my burger is called the morning Bordeaux burger. So it would be fancy. Beef. I know, right? It would be beef cooked in red wine served with a glass of Bordeaux, okay. which apparently is just wine from a particular place in France, which I didn't know because I'm not a wine person, but it sounds good. You know, mm-hmm. I'd try it. Why not? Sure. Red wine makes things taste good, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I prefer red wine over white. Okay. What's your next burger? I have the father and son burger, which is made with sun-dried tomatoes. Okay. Okay, there's not really a pun in the title, though. Father and son, S-U-N. 
Uh, it's more of a written pun. Okay. I guess I could say father and son dried tomatoes burger, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I said they were bad. Okay, okay, okay. All right. It. I mean, it sounds good. I went for quantity over quality. Apparently. I actually, I actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually have four burgers, so. What? Yeah. Okay. I'll just throw the last one in there. Uh, all right. My next burger is something that I'm certain that Mr. Fish Oder would love. Because Scotch? it is the Sasquatch burger. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it would be ground chuck, which has apparently 20% fat, uh, cooked in single malt scotch with sweet onions and Swiss cheese. And I do have a recipe for that one, so I will put it in the show notes. Mm, okay. What are your other two burgers? I have Stealing My Limelight, which is made with lime zest. Oh, okay. Yep. Cute. And I think I'd like to slice some lime on there, actually. Like, put little thin slices of lime. Okay, you yeah. You get it in a little extra But extra without kick. the rind, right? Right, without yeah, the rind. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be served with a margarita. Ooh, I like this burger better now. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one, which is kind of... Uh, We'll just throw that in there. You don't have to choose this one, but it's the beef squash burger. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's got squash paste. Squash paste. Yeah. yeah sure. Well, Butternut you know, squash, I'm sure. guessing. Okay. I don't like a puree and then you Yeah, do... like a puree spread. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So what's your favorite burger? Okay, actually, tell me all of your burgers again, one more time. Chuck and Spam burger, mm-hmm. Father and Sun Dried Tomatoes, right? Stealing My Limelight, right? And Beef Squash. <laughs> I know they're so bad. <laughs> Probably Chuck and Spam is my favorite. Yeah. Which one do you prefer of mine? What was your first one? The Morning Bordeaux burger, and then I had the Sasquatch burger. I prefer the Sasquatch. Okay, so let's go. Let's do it this week. Chuck and Spam versus Sasquatch. Let's go. All right. Come on. Let's go, Jason. Hype it up. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Are you excited? I'm trying to be. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Chuck and Spam burger. I actually won a rock, paper, scissors. That's like the first time ever. Oh. I'm a little sad. I like my Sasquatch burger. I thought it was mm. cute. I'm some. I'm. Bleh. I'm certain that someone out there is going to appreciate it. Oh, I'm not saying they won't appreciate it. Yeah, but they will. They will. But you won. You sometimes won. you got to win. And sometimes you take a win. Sometimes you take a default. <laughs> default. Like last week. Oh well, yeah, but your burger was just way better than mine. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So chuck and spam. Mm-hmm. I'll give you credit for that one, too, because I didn't even think of the Chuck part. Right. Until I said it. Yes. Okay. Nah, it's all you. It's all you. All right. So that's been Burger of the Week. That was Burger of the Week. Oh, my God. And you know what? It's a Multiverse Radio production, Jason. Get out. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you like our show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes, because we would really appreciate it. And we can give you a punny burger name. Yeah. If you have comments or a punny burger name of your own that you want to share, you can find us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. And you can also visit our website, multiverseradio.ca. CA, because we're Canadian. A. I said it. I said it. You don't it's even almost Canada say Day. it right. Shh. I do too! A. A? You gotta say it like A. 
You were Canadian, eh? Okay, fine. Then you say it. No, I don't want to say it. No. Then it's going to be past okay. Canada Day by the time this episode That's is done. a good point. You can also visit our website, multiverseradio.ca. Because we're Canadian, eh? <laughs> Did I say it better this time? Yep. All right. We'll see you next week for our review of the season three premiere, Earzy Rider. Which is, I'm just going to preface discussion with this is one of my favorite episodes so you should watch this episode just watch it a lot of times because it's so good it's really good yeah okay so even though this episode was a little on the lackluster side for me i get really excited for next week's season three premiere Mm-hmm. it's exciting we're all we're already on season three jason that's insane okay thanks guys bye bye um, and then we have the don't get crush. And then we have the don't get frem creme fucking fresh, whatever. And then we have I I did like um no never mind we'll just continue. Pam's court right next next time we see them. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah and she's like I sentenced you to kiss my ass. <laughs> That's a great moment. Have you ever had a habanero? Pepper? I don't know. Maybe? Probably not. I've had jalapenos, but I don't think I've ever had a haban... Haba what? Habanero? Habanero? Habanero! <laughs> <laughs> you kind of forgot that last R there. I felt like Shakira. <laughs> whenever, whenever, habanero... <laughs> No? Okay, you <laughs> take that part out. Oh, it's going in. <laughs> it's going in the back. Yeah, it's going in the bloopers. Okay. Alright, let's keep going. I think we should start this episode off with that. <laughs> no! Hi, I'm Jason. Whenever. <laughs> Habanero. <laughs> you even did it better than me. I hate you. No, you're going to miss me. You're going to miss me when I'm in Toronto in July. And you're going to be listening to this, editing it probably Saturday night before this comes out Sunday. If I know you. Oh my God. Terrible. Don't do that. Uh, And you'll be like, aw, I miss her, even though she talks about weird stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck and Spam versus Scat. (laughs) I just grew up. I didn't. I don't have a penis. So I didn't grow up with this, like, dangly bit of flesh that I thought, hey, let's move that around Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Like, tie a string to it and, like, do a puppet show. Hopefully you didn't tie a string to it and then slam a door. Oh, what? (laughs) I don't know. I was thinking of, like, you know, when people talk about their penis. you slam your penis in the door? No! Tie a string to it, and then you tie the the opposite end of the string to the uh, the handle of the door, and then you slam the door. Why would you do that? I don't know. You're but new that's to how this people whole do. Owning a penis <laughs> thing, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> new to it? I don't have one. I there never will. But no, I was thinking of like the pulling a tooth, right? No, maybe they're trying to stretch it out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> cut. Okay, that is cut, all cut. cut. All of it cut. Okay, well you're gonna have fun editing. <laughs>